0: The
1: potential podcast. Well, hello there, potential podcast listeners. Be excellent. Uh, We're here to review the new Bill and Ted Three Face the music most excellent chris yeah we're really excited
0: and for those people who have not yet seen this film whoa oh that's all i have to say
1: man <laughs> all right we're not gonna talk the way the whole time <laughs> i know that, that i
0: can't keep that up that's hurt my brain uh but yeah we're, we're really excited to review this movie and it, it was actually kind of exciting because chris uh, had not seen the first two so of course uh whether you've seen the original two or not we've just we're gonna review just this movie alone and yeah, I'll, the- I'll
1: briefly say, as a first-time viewer of the Bill & Ted trilogy, um, you know, they're fun movies. It's it, You could tell 1 and 2, they're definitely cult classics. They're not, uh, by any means, the best comedies of all time, nor are they really the best movies of all time. But there's something uh, entertaining of watching Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters as this duo, these kind of bumbling buffoons that are going through these over-the-top kind of... Uh, time travel journeys. So, uh, coming up on here, Bill and Ted face the music we're, you know, 30 years later, they're now dads and they're still, you know, they did have a successful band for a long time and now they're not so successful, but they at least are in somewhat of a wealth situation, which is nice to see. And, uh, they're struggling to try to be good dads, be, uh, good husbands and they're they're so focused on that mission of writing that one song that's going to unite the whole universe and then they are visited by rufus's daughter who of course rufus was the late great george carlin yeah and she informs them that uh you need to come with us and uh if you don't come up with the song in the next i think it was so it's 70 hours 72 hours Uh, the entire universe will, all of reality will collapse as we know it. (laughs) So they're like, oh my gosh, how can we even write a song in the next, you know, that's such a short time to write this song. And of course, in true fashion of any uh, good time travel caper, they've got time travel on their side,
0: so they're going to use that uh, to their advantage
1: (laughs) or disadvantage. to, well, if our future selves have already written the song, why don't we just go to our future selves and take the song from them but wouldn't that be stealing
0: no chris because how could you steal it from yourself <laughs> which is one of the best lines of that
1: on a great line from alex winters that was right from the trailer so yes they decide to go forward in time to try to see if they can talk to their future selves to grab the song from them well this is really where i think the brilliance of this movie stands out they keep going to small increments of time in the future and of course Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters plays themselves in the future selves and the combos they have with these guys is just, it's some of the best comedy of these three movies. Cause they're just, they're somewhat villainous. They're somewhat kooky. There's somewhat uh, even the, the physical form they take in terms of uh, either more weight or uh, more muscle or more hair or old age. It's, Really, really funny. I thought that was a great use of not only for these all these films have something to do with time travel, but I thought that was smart to play into the strengths of having the two of them talk to each other all the time. And, yeah, Review and now that also the comedy. You know, nowadays because CGI and the way things are filmed are so much easier, it was much more fluent. Actually, seeing the two of them talk to each other all the time, you could tell. It's funny to watch watching the first two. Anytime there's scenes where they have to be in the same screen with each other, you could tell that it's always shot from one angle, unless it's the, uh, there's moments where they are f- filmed with two of them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it, you can tell it's like a stunt double behind them or it's other guys, you know, it's not quite them, but they look good enough and they're kind of in the shadows. So this is actually nice to see like two Keanos, two Alex's, you know, two Bill and Ted's talking to each other. I thought that was really, really funny.
0: Yeah. And, and also of course, as the time has changed and time has passed in the first two movies, they had uh, met uh, these princesses back in the, you mm-hmm. know, 1400s England. And uh, so then they end up marrying them and then they up having kids, which uh, brilliantly uh, casted for their daughters, which I thought was yes. uh, well, well done. Um, <laughs> these mini little Bill and Ted, uh, which they were just perfect, and of course, they go on there. Yeah, you James. have
1: a Samara Weaving who, yep. um, she was great. in what was that creepy movie where it was kind of like hide and seek? Oh, Ready or Not. Ready Which or Not. Oh, I
0: think it was kind of her breakout role. <laughs> it was like a break. Recently. And what
1: a what a great role. And then you have uh Bridget Lundy Payne. So, uh, both of them, yeah, they're they're they're, and it's funny because they're playing kind of like younger versions of their dads like yeah, they, very you know, stereotypical they're very acting like their dads uh, especially i'll say bridget really had canner reeves style acting down for that it was pretty funny um and they have to kind of go they kind of take over the role of you know in the in the past movies the idea that you know the first movie was such a funny concept of well we need to pass a history report and we're given access to a time machine why don't we just go back in time, get a bunch of historical figures, and then we can do a presentation with them. Well, this movie being the idea that the goal is we need to find this song or reality is going to cease as we know. Yeah. Uh, the daughters kind of take over that role. The, the daughters are actually like, well, let's go back in time and get some famous musicians, some of the best mm-hmm. musicians of all time. And that's actually fun to see them kind of go in the past. Where it kind of takes it ethical. full circle
0: from the original, which is a nice homage. Yeah, so
1: it's kind of, it's kind of combining like all elements of these movies. Those will be fun. Um, and then uh, if you all remember in the second movie, we have a brilliant additional character that is just so hilarious because it comes off at first very creepy, but then within one scene, it's just you're, you're, you're on his side and you're laughing. We have this additional character of death Played by oh. the
0: brilliantly talented William Sadler, and uh, which he's always known for more action, more serious roles. And mm-hmm. I think this is, if anything I take from his roles, this will be one of my favorites. Um, you're right. And going back and watching the original, um, you you think this is going to be such the villain character becomes their very comical sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once again, yeah, he definitely he's, doesn't disappoint coming back for this one.
1: Yeah, but you know, the, the anticipation of uh, waiting to see him in the film is just is like you're like oh it's coming and then once the scene happens the dialogue of you know because it's been years and years since they've met and you know from and, it, and in a way if you look back at Bill and Ted you know bogus journey number two although they had some fun it was not the most uh, it was almost like an embarrassing thing for death I mean that whole scene in number two when he's wearing that dress and he, <laughs> he looks up at God and he's like I'm sorry <laughs> like you know it was so funny, so great to see him back, but I think a uh, a true MVP of this movie for me that was really cackling me up is uh you have this robot that is being sent to if in true form uh, Bill and Ted cannot see to the you know the the, the song uh, there's a robot being sent after them to destroy them well, it's not just some robot that's like you know terminator style it is i mean it looks like a futuristic space you know mega robot but it's played by anthony kerrigan who for some of you might know him from barry uh he plays kind of like the russian mobster guy that's really funny that's always talking to to barry and um once he starts talking it is like this really like slapstick kind of buffoon of a character that happens to be this like death robot and some of the dialogue was like so funny to me and even like the fact that his name i think his name was dennis <laughs> was like what a robot name yeah is she Dennis. he's like my name is dennis uh and yeah i just I, I was really admiring that this movie in comparison to the first two i felt was taking more chances more risks more more of a broad kind of comedy and com- it still held true to the characters of yes. how they act even though they're older, you know, maybe Keanu Reeves doesn't quite move as much as he did when his youth. He's a little more stoic now because he still has that John Wick in him. But um, yeah. uh, the two of them, you know, it's it. even though time has passed, it felt like they went right back to being themselves. And, and I you think know, that's what, a challenge in, in some films where you have this, sure.
0: there's a lot. And of course, now we are in a generation where you've got a lot of these movies where they're bringing back after years, of course, like with Dumb and Dumber and things like that it's tough to find the rhythm and sometimes oh it's great to see them back in the role but it mm-hmm. fell short this like you said didn't disappoint.
1: I mean the opening scene of Bill, of the two of them is they're at this wedding event and they're playing they're playing like the reception and <laughs> it was the most weird I mean Keanu Reeves is playing a the theremin and yeah. Alex it's like so experimental the two of them and it was so bizarre and I was like yeah this is where This is exactly where I feel Bill and Ted would be 30 years later. And it's cool to see that, you know, obviously Keanu Reeves went off to have a very, very successful career. Alex Winters, he did some other projects, but he's actually had a huge uh, success more in TV, uh, both on and off the screen. He's also done some directing, but it's cool to see them in interviews say that, you know, they've been friends ever since those first movies. That was really a big movie for both of them. It was a big breakout with Bill and Ted. So. Yeah. Um it's cool to see that they they still hang out and they're still, you know, close friends to this day. I mean that 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 made their career in the beginning. So um yeah, but this it, it just it was a fun time. I thought this has better humor. It's also just cleaner. I mean, you look at the advantage of probably more of a, a studio budget. The first two especially the first one, the first film looks like it had a budget of fifty dollars. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's 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 so the way it's cut and it's very grainy and you you could tell it's that it's a really under budget kind of comedy they had a little bit more money for two uh but this is like you know very clean uh lots of cgi it's it's you know better makeup everything like that i thought there was just it's it's a if you if you need to see a bill and ted movie i feel like this is the one to see in my opinion
0: And you're not going to miss out too much in the backstory because they kind of really do fill in some of that where sometimes you need to see all the movies uh, for continuity. Not in this case. And I think what I like about this style of humor, I think even though they're still doing a really good job continuing the continuity of the humor of the other movies, whether you're a fan of them or not, I think this one is a very, I think very clean. It is very silly humor, but not too much in the fact like this is so it's not stupid it's funny it's just stupid no it was a lot of fun i think it's very a breath of fresh air especially nowadays with the movies that they're slowly trying to come out now and for mm-hmm. the theater slowly opening back up it was great to see this you know come out in a time that i think we need some good laughs we need a kind of heartwarming you know fun yeah, story this
1: was a good one just to like you know you need some laughs you need some pass the time and it's 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 gonna fill you with joy it's just it's a fun milf, uh, movie and it's. uh Maybe, you know, who knows if we'll ever have another one, you know, who knows if Bill and Ted may return. Um, but uh, Bill and Ted in the retirement community. <laughs> I mean, it was some of the best of the movie, but uh, <laughs> we'll not spoil too much for you there. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I as a first time viewer of the Bill and Ted trilogy, fun movies, but I definitely recommend Bill and Ted Face the Music as my top of the three
0: absolutely and i I would rank the same way that we both agreed if you're going to see them uh, in terms of humor and quality you know three two one but if you are a fan of the original or you're a newcomer definitely recommend 10 out of 10 see bill and ted face the music um, as soon as possible for some good laughs and just bringing back uh, keanu reeves uh, to his humble days and Mm. his element of comedy which is great
1: so remember be excellent to each other and Party on, dudes. So we recommend Bill and Ted face the music. And that was this week's Potential Pick.